Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Pretty good. Uh, one thing I will be purchasing this year is uh, an actual podcast uh, microphone. Uh, make things a little bit easier. Uh, even though I have a, um, I mean, I have a Rode NTG2, which is what you've been listening to for uh, most of these episodes. Uh, but, you know, just need something a little bit more uh, easy to kind of rig up uh, and a little bit more uh, versatile uh, than doing it with um, with this shotgun mic. But today we are talking about the dreaded budgeting, right? Everyone hates this. No one wants to do budgeting. No one wants to save and invest in things. Well, maybe some people do. Uh, but I figure for episode 30, uh, we will kick off the new year with uh, some budgeting advice uh, in regards to to you, to your business to your um, maybe your goals and your pur- and your purchases for you know uh, any year really it doesn't matter if it's you know 2021 or 2025 right like this advice you can take with you for the rest of your life um, and uh, you know hopefully I'm trying to not to make this a huge or a long episode just kind of the 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 key highlights right that has helped me over the years and hopefully it'll help you um, with uh, with your journey. So the first one is needs versus wants. Uh, and that's the hardest thing, I think, for many of us to to differentiate between what is a need, what is a want when it comes to our production company, to our business. So a need is something that you absolutely need for, uh, for your projects, right? A need could be a camera, it could be a lens, it could be audio equipment, it could be grip equipment, tripods, sliders, C stands, heavy duty light stands, uh, so on and so forth, right? These are the tangible things that you actually need for you to produce the quality and the quantity of the uh, the content you need for your for your clients, right? Uh, now that is also hard too because a need, uh, say for instance a camera, right? That's probably one of the hardest things when it comes down to what is a camera that you need versus a camera that you want. So say your necessi- say your necessity is a camera that uh, has that can shoot up to 4K, that can do 4K 60 frames per second, that has uh, no internal recording uh, limit, that has a 10-bit 422 in, in all light codec, uh, and let's see, uh, and probably uh, it has a log profile, which I think every camera now has has some kind of log profile, and maybe it can shoot at least up to full HD, 120 frames per second, 
and so then you go through your list of cameras and okay, you know, my top three choices are, are one, two, and three, right? A one would be a camera that say shoots 8K, it can do 8K 60 frames per second, it can do RAW in multiple compression formats, it can do uh, 240 frames per second in, in 2K, 2K resolution. It has maybe 16 stops of dynamic range, right? And then you have your, your list of cameras that can uh, match that, right? And that may be more of a want rather than a need, right? So go through your list of, of all your items, your lights, your audio, your camera, your lenses, and see exactly which ones are needs versus um, versus wants, right? And that's that's sort of like the pillar that you're gonna be working from. So the next thing is uh, when you're when you're trying to make that decision of when to go freelance, or maybe you're you know maybe a few months away um, from actually going into uh, your freelance career, is uh, cutbacks. Or you're gonna have to sacrifice a couple of things. Uh, maybe that is the amount of times you go out, or maybe now when you're uh, depending on where you live, you can't even go out. So that that probably saves you already. Uh, but certain cutbacks, right? It might be lifestyle changes. It could be certain things that you're used to buying. Um, you may have to reduce that to a certain a certain amount and uh, sacrificing certain things, right? Maybe instead of going out and buying, um, you know, $15 uh, lunches every day, maybe you have to cut back to once, uh, once a week, right? Uh, certain, uh, certain household items you buy, uh, it could be simple stuff, you know what I'm talking about? Like bathroom stuff, it could be shower stuff, it could be shaving cream, or it could be um, uh, a certain brand of, of soup or something like that that you normally buy. You may have to go with a, um, a, a less expensive brand. And you do that for uh, enough time because you you, know, you kind of have to realize that you're not going to be making... Um, especially going from like a corporate realm, a corporate job or like a full-time job to a freelance job, the money may not be there immediately. You know, in the first, the first three years is really where you're building your foundation. Uh, I feel like for the most part, after year three is, is where you get to a point where you've built up your network uh, or at least you've built up the foundation for your network where work is coming in uh, pretty consistently. And then, but the first one, two years are, can be tough. Again, it, it kind of depends if you, uh, haven't been saving before you left your job, then things will be much tougher than if you were saving for at least a year, a year and a half uh, before you left your job. So what cutbacks do you realistically need to make? And and again, the hardest thing is, is letting go of your ego that first year or two and understanding that if I cut back now, if I, if I make some sacrifices now, it'll help me out in the long run. So you're thinking about uh, the marathon versus the sprint. You're thinking about the macro versus the micro, uh, the long game versus the short game. Uh, so take a take a catalog, take an audit of the certain things that you need to cut back on. Again, it could be the amount of times you go out. It could be the uh, the types of, of food uh, and the the bathroom stuff uh, that you normally buy. Again, try to find less expensive things. And again, I understand some of this may be common sense, but uh, some of it may may be new. All right, so I'm kind of just giving giving the things, giving you guys the things that have worked for me. Now, moving on from there is uh, tips for saving uh, from the work that you do, right? So for instance, uh, say I get hired for the day uh, as, as a DP, that whatever money I make, I take 10% of that and I put it into uh, into savings. 
You can do different ways uh, of savings, uh, whether it's just like an actual savings savings account, um, or if it's just you know maybe you're old school and you have a little shoebox and you just put cash in there, right? However you want to save the money is, is your choice. Um, for for me, I just put it into a savings account. Um, and again, you know, the whole things with savings account is like the interest rates are pretty, pretty shitty. Like, you know, if you put like a thousand dollars in your savings account, it's not going to grow much at all, even after like 10, 20 years. Right now, there are better ways if you want to do the long game. Uh, so just creating like an IRA account uh, with an IRA account, you, you get, um, better interest rates. Um, so over time you actually, you'll actually build up a little bit more equity, um, that way, but you know that, that's a whole different story. Um, I take ten percent uh, to go into a savings account, and the savings account really is um, one of two, uh, one of two things. Uh, the first one is really just for like slow times during the year. So, say for instance, you know that throughout the year you have at least you know three slow months, right? Um, then during those slow months, when you when you want to work on other things, could be a passion project could be spec stuff that you actually want to be able to pay for locations and crew and equipment on um, those months you have um, you're covered right covered as in like your essentials are covered so that could be uh, your overhead that could be your rent your mortgage that could be paying your your utilities that could be paying for subscription services maybe you have like a vimeo pro uh, subscription where you can upload content to your clients or maybe it's um What's the other one I used to use? Maybe it's Whipster. Uh, maybe it's your Google Drive uh, storage account. Uh, things like that, right? So you have a buffer where you're covered for those months. And one way to to, to do that is, again, take, take about 10% of whatever you earn and then put that away. Uh, and that kind of ties into the next the next key point, which is how much to put away for uh, what I'm calling lockdown months, right? Um, because I don't honestly feel that in 2021 things um covid is still going to be around and especially in california and in other similar states uh lockdowns are, are just going to continue to to be prolonged curfews are going to be continue to be prolonged uh, i recently just saw today uh, as i'm recording this that in uh, the state of california right not just los angeles the entire state of california they are recommending um people not to actually one for people not to come into California, which is crazy. And then two for people who live in California don't travel more than 120 miles, um, which is crazy because California is a commuter state, right? We've been a commuter state for like decades. So you automatically are basically telling people not to leave their homes for however long, right? And that is a huge problem. So for those lockdown months, um, you kind of have to put away more now, whereas before, I would only have about maybe like a month of savings for those, for, you know, usually for a, a month is like usually like downtime for me, but now with COVID and everything, it's, it's longer, right? And you don't know when that's going to happen. It could be one month. It could be three months, right? So how much are you putting away um, and in safety for those lockdown months? It could be, you know, two months, three months. So you kind of have to gauge where you live in the world. Um, but I would suggest have at least one to two months of a buffer where you can, uh, where your overhead is covered, your your utilities are covered, your necessities are covered, and then the last key point is when you're looking to invest in um, in new equipment, in new uh, new gear, then how much should you be uh, saving from from your client work? Uh, I think that one it kind of just depends on uh, exactly what you're trying to buy. You know, if you're trying to buy like a fifty thousand uh, dollar camera 
within 12 months, uh, you may need to save a lot more than than some than something else, right? If you're trying to buy like a you know a two thousand dollar light, right? You could probably get that within six months of savings, right? So if you're putting away ten uh, percent uh, to go into savings for like those for those rainy for those rainy days for those lockdown months, um, I would say get to that point first where you have your two months of savings, right? So say say that you identify that I need at least a two month buffer for those for those lockdown months where things are slow, okay? So save up to that point, and then once you save up to that point, um, that's when you can start saving for your for your gear purchases, for that two thousand dollar light, for that five hundred dollar tripod head, or whatever it is. Um, so prioritize, right? What's more important, having those having those one month or two month spans where um, where you're going to be forced to not work. For whatever reason, uh, have that first, and then work towards putting putting in that same ten percent into into saving for a new equipment, right? Um, at least that's how I go about it. So because yeah, I mean I think this will this will be a different um, podcast topic in the future, but um, you have to you have to audit yourself and figure out what kind of life do you want, um, what kind of work do you want, and, and how do you want to get that work. So one way, depending on where you live is you have all the gear which costs a lot of money and you have to find and you have to have a big enough space to store all that gear and then you get hired because you have all the gear um, the other way is slowly working your way as a cinematographer to um, build um, sort of like your your painterly brush stroke if that makes any sense or you know I get hired because of my skill set I get hired because of my my visual eye and how I see things uh, and then how that translates into into representing the brand or the product as best as possible. That's why I get hired for. I don't get hired because I have a red camera or I have an airy camera or I have a truck full of lights. I don't get hired for that kind of stuff. So you have to pick. You have to decide which you know which 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 modality of life and of how you get work uh, that works best for you, right? All right. That is my. Those are my tips for budgeting advice. Uh, for the rest of your life. No, I mean, things will things will obviously change. But uh, hopefully, uh, these key points that I offered to you today will help you in the future in saving um, just in general and also saving for the gear purchases that you're looking to make. Okay, cool. I hope you guys like this episode. If you did like it, please uh, leave a comment, leave a rating. Definitely helps me out since I am new at all this. You know, it'll be, uh, I mean, I haven't been around for, for very long. Uh, but please share the podcast if you feel like it's brought value to you and it can bring value to others. Uh, and then let's see, we have uh, this year. I definitely, I'm trying. I am going to go for it. We're going for the gusto. I'm going to try to actually get uh, some people on the podcast, cinematographers and directors. I have no idea how or if they'll say yes. Uh, but these are people who I really would want to uh, just talk to them and get their professional um uh, thoughts on certain things in, in the industry and also just listen to their journey you know uh, so be on the lookout for that i will see you guys in the next episode ciao